What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. Why don't folks name that boy that African name? No name from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason. Ain't no passing to this left hand side. To the right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now. Somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali. This is episode number 52. Still coming at you live. Well, not as live as we normally are, because normally we're coming at you live on a Monday. So now we're live on a Tuesday from TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another Pillowcase production. Um, This is the Memorial Day episode um so i hope everybody enjoyed the memorial day we got a lot of shit to talk kids jacking off kids grown men beating up kids um uh we got a, a j cole update uh speaking of rap jay-z and nas got another controversial verse to drop well start another argument um and a sitcom like dining dash that didn't go right you know what? A whole bunch of shit. Let's just get right on into it. I don't want to keep holding y'all up. A lot of people took the day off. A lot of podcasts took the day off. A lot of people with jobs took the day off. A lot of people that don't have jobs didn't know what yesterday was. So, either way it go, hope y'all enjoyed y'all's three-day weekend, depending on which coast you're listening to this from, uh, Melmo's. And uh, let me know if you had a better weekend or not, because I heard over there in the East Coast, Cleveland and everything was pretty shitty. But my West Coast mail mode, that's great. Went to the mall, 
had to almost had to eat standing up because it was fucking crowded at the food court. I'll tell you one thing. There's no good shoes at the mall. Like, if I was a kid and I had to rely on getting shoes from the mall, man, I'd be mad as fuck. You don't got nothing but three different pair of Air Force, four different pair of Air Max, some Yeezys, um, a bunch of Jumpmans, and, and like all these, it's just trash, man. It's a trash. It's a very, very low selection for shoes, at least out here in these stores. I don't know if, how y'all looking, Milmo's, where y'all at? Y'all not in LA, what y'all shoe store look like? But out here, goddamn, it's just terrible. Um, but we didn't barbecue. Uh, we did go to a birthday party Saturday. Shout out, uh, Arthur Hamilton. Uh, yeah, a little birthday thing at the beach. Uh, it's good to see people. And then we, uh, promptly took, um, COVID test the next day. Not necessarily because of the party, but you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't not because of the party. Take that. That it, it it wasn't like the party didn't factor in. You know, but everybody A okay. We good. Uh, like I say, uh Mel Mose, if you're having a hard time staying healthy, not even COVID, just just any kind of sickness. Just a simple, a couple simple rules you can follow. Uh, wash your hands before you eat. Uh, uh, don't put your fingers in the corners of your eye. Um, and don't don't lick on your fingertips or your thumb tip. I don't know if y'all count your thumbs as a finger or not, but don't lick on that either. Um, what else? Oh, make sure motherfuckers don't uh, talk too close to your face uh, or sneeze towards your facial area direction. I think that I think that was covered. Well, yeah. So that was that winter's party. Um, that was good. Good times. Uh, just, and I just realized this was the first. Um, I guess you could say post-COVID. Not that COVID is COVID. Not that COVID is gone, but it ain't like last Memorial Day. I tell you that. Well, if you did do something, you better not tell nobody. Damn sure gonna take no pictures and post it. At least not without feeling terrible or getting ridiculed from, you know, the people you're trying to impress on social media. No, no, no. You can post your shit this year. It was everybody was all good with it. It's, uh, it's, not, it's not news, but um, people have been talking about it. I guess I've seen a couple of posts. I've heard some people talking about uh, girls wearing their bonnets out in public. Um, I, I imagine that the girls wearing bonnets out in public know that they got you know, somebody fucking them later on that night anyway. I think that's what that is. And people calling it whatever you want to call it, lack of class, uh, don't care about looking good, or for when they, they don't care about how they look when they leave the house, all that could be said, and it, it could be true, I don't know, I don't know, this is all theory, unless you ask them individually why they wear that bonnet out of the house, and they might have to tell you a good reason, but from, you know, these people are calling it on some, you know, outside looking in shit, they don't know what the fuck going on, my theory is these girls wearing bonnets outside. Not all of them. Not all of them. Because y'all seen some of them. And I'm going to just leave that there. But I'm going to say a good, a vast majority of them are girls who already know they got fucking to do later on when it counts. So you can see them with their bonnet on that. 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and you know, the daytime. Because they know. That's all. And like, 
you know, same thing with any type of inside stuff or inside clothes. You know, girls wearing house shoes, girls wearing pajamas, girls wearing... These are girls that they don't give a fuck what you think about them and they grocery store, airport, Walmart, mall, wherever the fuck they wore it to, DMV attire. Because they either came from fucking or they going to be fucking later on. And that's just my theory. That's just my theory. Don't, you know, I could be wrong. Um, speaking of, if you have another theory, leave a message. I've been, I just found out that you can leave a message. Um, um, and I can, uh, you know, listen and play it back on the show and all this type of shit. But I don't think nobody left a message. So I'm asking y'all to leave, specifically asking y'all to leave a message this week. Uh, and just ask me, let's just start this out with a simple, ask me anything. Or tell me anything. You can correct me. You can offer an opinion on something I said. Whatever. Um, I just want to know that y'all listening. And y'all saw the link. I'm suspended from Twitter. So if 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 Twitter was the way you was listening to the show, if you was counting on me to put the links on Twitter and you know and y'all ain't seen them, that's why. I don't know what I did. I don't know what I ain't post nothing no different than I ever posted. Same old things. I ain't say nothing crazy. But I don't know. Twitter is a wrap for me. I don't know if it's for now or forever. I don't know. But anyway, leave me a message. Play it back on the show. You know, should be dope like that. Uh, the serial killer I was listening to, I learned about this week. One of them dudes who he was a suppressed gay dude, which is to, to me the worst kind of gay dudes. You want to be gay, just be gay. You know? Especially in 2021. And this guy was a 21st century gay dude. Like, he got caught in 2015. So, this wasn't like, no, the 60s, 70s, 40s, 50s. Like, this was, you know, recent time. So, anyway, he was, he, he finally came out of the closet when he was 40. Yeah, got married when he was 23 and all this shit. So, he come out of the closet. And then, you know, whatever. So now he's just gay dude. But I think they, they made a picture. They they painted the picture that he was still ashamed of being a gay dude. So he ain't killed nobody till he was 40, which is crazy. I mean, 50, which is crazy. Most gay, most serial killers, I was about to say most gay people, which is crazy. Most serial killers start killing at least when they about 20. I don't know. Judging from what I'm listening to. 17. Something like that. This motherfucker was 50. You know, kill his first motherfucker. And he was a gardener. So, he would kill him. And then put him, you know, neatly. you dismember him. Which was... If you never killed nobody until you was 50. But you know how to dismember? That's... That's some shit that was in you. That was waiting to get out. Like the gay shit. You couldn't wait. You just you came out of the closet when you was forty as a gay dude, and when you was fifty as a fucking Leatherface or whatever the fuck Ed Gein. The fuck is going on? How you how you went from never doing nothing violent to dismembering a motherfucker in the same week at fifty? So anyway, he did that. Then he did it again, 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 and then. I don't know how he was getting away with this shit in 2015. Well, he was getting away with it because he was patient. He didn't kill. He wasn't like killing motherfuckers every other month. Like he was killing over years. Like he had wait two years, two, three years to kill a motherfucker. We eventually killed like six, seven motherfuckers. And buried them all in the same planner, which was crazy. Same little thing. Buried all of them. Yeah, he got his ass. And oh, it also said he was trying to do all this gay conversion therapy shit, which people really think work. You cannot change what make your dick hard. 
I don't care how much you try. And I don't even need to do no research to know that. Just I got a dick. And and you know who, whoever saw it fit made for women's curves to make my shit you know go to attention. Now if if it's if you're a gay man and that's what you do, that's what you do. You can't fucking talk your way out of it. Fucking ungay yourself. Get the fuck out of here. So he finally, that's why he finally came out and started killing. But anyway, I was just the most impressive thing was his ability to dismember a motherfucker after years of just being like a gardener. Where do you get dismembering skills from? Well, I guess you. You do gotta have a, a, a way with a fucking shovel. So, shovel, scalpel, I don't know, whatever. But whatever he used, called the motherfucker. And he went to jail now, which, shit, judging by the TikToks, jail don't seem that bad. They all came together for COVID. They was all, you know, last year when they was posting all those videos from jail and not getting in trouble. We saw that they got amazing cell phone plans. Um, shit. All the, all the civil rights groups and gay rights groups and activist groups and, and bu- anti-bullying and all this type of shit. You don't even you can go to jail now and get raped and then still be good. Because won't nobody say nothing about you when you come out. You get support instead of ridicule. So, you know, jail ain't even that bad now. Now that I'm saying go, I'm not encouraging any male most to go to jail. It's still jail. I'm just saying, if you if you find yourself in jail, you wouldn't have as bad a time as you would in 1981 as opposed to 2021. That's all I'm saying. But yes, by all means, stay out of jail. Please stay out of jail. Stay, stay out of, don't do nothing that even get you a ticket. Don't even go to court. Let alone jail. I don't care how much TikTok they doing. They still scared. They doing it, but they look scared while they doing that shit. I think that's about it. We can go. Oh, found this out. Two more things. Two more things. Let me get out of here. Um, or move on. I get out of here. Um. I didn't know Buster Douglas' mama had just died before that Tyson fight. And people always be like, uh, Tyson wasn't training, Tyson ain't taking him seriously. And that could be true too. But what's more true is, I don't think he knew that. Because I'm not about to box nobody whose mama just died. I don't give a fuck. How good I can fight. His mama just died. He gotta take that out on somebody. So look, y'all give him a we, we need an in-between or we can postpone or something. Cause I'm not about to fight this man tonight. No, no, no. And that's where Tyson fucked up. I don't give a fuck how hard he trained. He was gonna lose that night. Whoever was gonna lose that night. Fucking Bruce Bruce Lee Jesus was gonna lose that night. Ain't nobody have a shot against Buster Douglas. All the fucking rage he had. God damn. That that little tidbit get left. But it definitely happened. And oh, and this was I saw a video of this it was a, it was it was some shit where the dude was talking about how he was a base jumper and him and his homeboy was was supposed to be base jumping with the little fly suits and his homeboy you know the fly suit didn't open and he watched him land you know not in the way you supposed to land and he talking about it was fucked up for him because after that he got to come down behind this motherfucker and 
in fit. I don't know why he didn't have to film it though. That's what that was what fucked up. He filmed it with the GoPro, not his boy dying, but him screaming and crying the entire way down. Which the first thing I thought about when I saw that was number one, two things I thought about. I'm lying. Number one. When will people stop jumping off of shit and hoping that whatever little suit or little parachute or whatever the little fuck they got work for fun? Like when people jump out of shit and they give that plane, they give that say, like say the plane going down or or whatever the fuck, you praying that everything work out. And that's because you have to jump out of this plane. You didn't have to. You didn't, you, you didn't want to. You have to. Now, when you want to jump off a of shit and you hope this little shit work, that's different. So that's number one. And number two, if that's your thrill, just being up high and, and being like looking down, they got a ride called Tilt. In Chicago, which is not even a ride, it's just a thing. Like you go, you walk up to the window, hold on to the window. They got handles to hold on to the window, and then lean you forward, hiding the motherfucker over the whole city. They do it for a couple seconds. And then you back on the motherfucking ground. Same thrill as base jumping. No loss of life. No risk of a loss of life. If by any chance that motherfucker break and you was to fall through that fucking ride, that was the most you was meant to go shit in the history of you was meant to go shit. Other than that, the little tilt shit, the little tilt shit, that should do. I think somebody made that shit just to deter base jumpers. Like, look at this. If we don't get no other crowd, we're going to get them motherfuckers. Nope. Motherfuckers still jumping off of high shit just because it's high shit. Y'all better go. Michael Jackson moonwalk, lean your ass out that fucking window like everybody else for fucking $30. And then, oh, I mentioned the Jay-Z thing. Jay-Z and Nas just came out on, uh, they just did a verse on a song together with Jake, with DMX for his album. And I remember a couple podcasts ago, Mel Mose, I was telling y'all about the Sorry Not Sorry song and how close the verses were by comparison. Like, you know, it was hard for me to, I was wrestling with, who had the better verse? Like it took me like multiple listens and hours and next day listens, over and over listens. And if you ask me to this day, I, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Nas because after this verse, or for these, or for this song, not that I'm comp- you can you know you know you can't add a verse to the last song and nothing like that for like for points but the way he dominated this song just makes me feel like I must have missed something last time around because this one's not even close and oh man I really hope that y'all appreciated this Nas verse as much as I did I mean the Jay-Z verse was good too man that Nas verse was mmm What's the, what's the thing with the finger? With the chef kiss their fingers? Which, you know, they can't even do that no more. That's a wrap. Corona and killed that. They better find a new way to tell you that shit tastes good. Because if he kisses his fingers, you cannot touch that fucking spoon that you about to serve the spaghetti with. And that's, it's over for that. Let's get into the news. Thank you.
sometimes and points up in the air. That's called an erection. Sometimes I touch my penis because it feels good. Sometimes when I'm in my bath or when mom puts me to bed, I like to touch my vulva too. You have a clitoris there, Kayla, that probably feels good to touch the same way Keith's penis feels good when he touches it. But have you ever noticed that older kids and grown-ups don't touch their private parts in public? Hmm, they don't? That's right, Keith. It's okay to touch yourself and see how different body parts feel, but it's best to only do it in private. Well, if private parts are so special, why do you cover them up? Because they are private, silly. That's right, Kayla, because they are private. Um, and audio you just heard was basically, um, kitty porn. Well, I say that in the literal sense, which I mean is they... They showed that particular... That was a clip from a cartoon they showed to a group of first graders. And it was a cartoon, like I said. They were showing it to first graders. Hence the term, kitty porn. But... I guess we got other... You know, that's... It was with good intentions. I can say that. Now, the outcome didn't turn out as good as they, they you know, intended. But, wow. Um, people are outraged, of course. Is um, What happened was, is a, um, to tell the whole story, from take it from the top, a private school in New York, they decided to have sex ed, which... A lot of people saying that's early for sex ed. That's early for sex ed, and it is. Uh, me personally, we didn't have sex ed till sixth grade. I remember we had it in the library, and uh, the health teacher had the lady come in, and I think it was like a maybe a week, and we had sex ed, and then that's when I learned about pulling out. Well, not pulling out, but I learned, no. I learned that the, the pre-cum, I learned what, what the term pre-cum. Anyway, that's another story. Um, we debunked that. We talk about that some other time about the, the misconception of pre-cum. A lot of people have it. Uh, they shouldn't, Melmo's, I don't think, have it by now. I think Melmo's know how pre-cum work by now, but I, we've all had that conversation back in the day. Anyway. I mean, I don't want to get off track. So they're having this sex education class, and this, I guess, the uh, uh, pretty well-known sex education expert, therapist, whatever the fuck this lady was, they brought in, and she thought that was a good idea. She didn't see nothing wrong with having them watch that video about, you know, little kids getting their dick hard and all that shit. But, um, the parents did. And had a big problem with it. And I'm not, I don't have kids, so I, I, you know, I feel about that. Should have just pulled, speaking of pulling out, should have just pulled out. Wouldn't have no kids be showing this shit to anyway. Anyway, they're here now, so we gotta deal with them. The reason that they're getting sex education in the first grade. It's because you're paying $55,000 a year sending these kids to school. You're damn right. They're going to get this birds and the bees shit ain't real. Nobody know. Ain't nobody never seen two birds fucking. We done seen two bees on top of each other. They could have been fucking. They could have been fighting. But ain't nobody never seen two birds fucking. And if a kid seen it, they ain't going to know what was going on. And you try to explain it to them. So, you might as well, for $55,000, have a fucking sex expert explain that shit to him in the first grade so we can move on. You know, he's sugarcoating it. These kids fucking, they know what that shit is. They, seen the, they got the internet. They know how to work iPads. They might not know what actual 
intercourse is, but they know what naked titties and and, uh, and ass and hips and twerking and all that shit is. So you know, a little dick is getting hard. Now again, I, I don't have kids, but I do remember being a kid, and I don't remember. Jacking off when I was six. I definitely know. I definitely did not, for a fact. So that's what kind of throw me off a little bit. Like, even if my dick got hard, for whatever reason, number one, it was still a wee wee, and I didn't even know it was called a dick. I didn't even think. I even. I don't even think I said dick till I was like 14, 13, maybe. Definitely not six. So. My wee-wee didn't get hard, and if it did, I didn't know how to jack off. So, but like I said, $55,000 a year, you damn right, they teach them how to jack off. They teach them how to finger. My finger game was terrible. I wish somebody would have taught me where the fucking clit was and the little hook, the little hither motion and all this shit you supposed to be doing when you was fingering. I'm up there looking like fucking Kid Capri or some shit. DJ Premier rubbing that shit don't man squeezing it was terrible anyway so like I said yeah t- I'm not opposing them learning early so by the time they start fucking they know what exactly what they're supposed to do oh shit I've been girl like whenever they do get some pussy it's just like when they don't know about hey you don't need experience when you got knowledge so much. I mean, experience helps, but if you know exactly what to do because you read about it, what the fuck? These kids going to be buzzing it open when they turn 13, 14, 15 years old thanks to the education that they're getting right now. So, I ain't tripping on that. Like I say, I ain't got no kids, so I probably shouldn't, you know, even even be saying nothing about the shit. But the jacking off thing, that dude, like I say, my shit was hard, but I definitely wasn't jacking off. And if you do jack off at six years old, when do you know when to stop? You ain't about to bust no nut. You de- now, I know that. I know that. I know that. I know you gotta be at least 12 to bust a nut. So, hey, it's just interesting. I'll move on. There's a lot of kid news actually this week. Um, some kid 12 years old was making a dance. He was dancing, doing doing, doing a little TikTok on the corner, minding his business. Had some other kids with him, pumping him up, hyping him up. He even had a, a grown man with him, a teacher, showing him the dances. Yeah, get it, get it, get it. Some 27-year-old dude pull over, hop out, punch him, get back in the car. Now, I will give the grown man credit that was there with the kid. He gave chase. But dude hopped in the car like he just did a robbery. Like, who is setting up drive-by kid assaults? And who... He had a driver. That means he talked another motherfucker into going with him. Hey, man. Look, I'm about to drive. I'm about to ride down this motherfucker. Are you coming or not? What'd he do? Who we, we, we about to ride on? Don't worry about that. Is he coming or not? And I, I, I guarantee he didn't tell him. And when he pulled up, he was so happy to see that grown man. Because dude probably thought he was going to hit the grown man. Then again, no, I take that back. Take that back. He might not have because... Okay. Okay, I will give him that. He pulled off. But he didn't pull off quickly. Because I'm thinking, if it's me, and you don't tell me the full story, and we pull up, and I see a grown man, but instead you hit the kid, I'm pulling off on you. I'm going to let you get your ass whooped. But, I don't know. That's why I say he must have been in on it. He had to be. 
two sick motherfuckers. You're, you're about to ride down and do a drive-by punching. It didn't, it didn't even knock the kid out. How you gonna sneak, sneak sucker punch, what they call it, from behind the blind side of a 12-year-old boy and not knock him out? Anyway, they caught his ass. He going to jail and he ain't gonna, you know, he can't run no more. And they find out what he did. And, they, and then when they find out the way he punched, when you see, when they see his, when they see the tape, they see his punch technique. Oh man, he in for it. He about to have a good, he about to have a good time in jail. Speaking of good times in jail, dude on Instagram Live getting his haircut while three police officers in the barbershop waiting on him to arrest him. And he, I guess he think he gonna get some likes. I guess he, you know, people, the people gonna love this, you know, when they gonna, wait they get a load of me. You know, I'm getting my hair cut right before I go to jail. Who are you trying to look good for it? In jail. Once, you know they got cell phones in jail. So, once the tape go out, once this clip go viral, and they see this, you know, that's just gonna, that's gonna, you know, you making yourself, that's like putting on lipstick or something. You might as well, you might as well wear some heels. You inviting, you inviting motherfuckers to your ass. You want to be super sharp and clean in the barber and, and going to jail? And, if they had me doing anything, if the police was going willing on me, willing to wait for me to do anything before they arrested me, I would have been on Facebook Live smoking a blunt. I've been on Facebook Live trying to make a porno, all kind of shit. The police, the police gonna wait for me to. You, you, you mean to tell me y'all gonna let me finish fucking my girl one more time before y'all arrest me? Can I smoke after? Can I? Please, if you're gonna let me buzz a nut, it's buzz a nut, smoke a blunt. That's the motto. Please. Thank you, officer. Nah, you wanna get a haircut to look good for so a whole bunch of other grown men who ain't seen no women in months and years. But, you know. Like I said, man, jail must be fun. Jail. Jail must be fun. Um, speaking of jail, uh, this is this is this don't this is. I don't know how this dude got caught, but he said he had a accomplice, his brother. Apparently, they was in court, and it was nobody in court. It was the bailiff. It wasn't. There was no, no, no bailiff. It was the judge. The prosecutor, the public defender, homeboy, the stenographer, and like five people in the chambers. Turns out two of those people knew the defendant. So as the jury is deliberating in the back, and the judge got her, you know, I guess she had her back turned. I don't know what the judge was doing. Homeboy just walked out of the court, walked out the front door, and ran, I guess, home. They called him the next day, and then he must have told on his brother, who said, hey, he helped me. Help him do what? The door was wide open. What did he, what did he do? Say, I don't see nobody? How, how could he go? How is? Why is he going to jail for his brother walking out the courthouse? I just don't understand where he helped him at. He didn't take a handcuff off. He didn't open the... He didn't even hold the door open. The doors was already propped open. Fucking... He didn't fucking... He wasn't in the getaway car. He was inside the courthouse. I just don't understand how he, going to, how he got caught up in this bullshit. Free his brother is what I'm saying. Other dude, a fucking idiot. He got caught the very next day. I don't know if he left court and went back home. I don't know what the fuck. But they called him the next day. It said police went and picked him up. So that made me think 
he was at the house. And you think that's how court works. Oh, if I get sentenced, but if I'm not there, I don't got to go to jail. Um, it was a Popeye's in St. Louis. Somebody had put a sign up in the drive-thru that said, starting June 1st, you know, no whites will be serviced. And of course, they had to do a big investigation and Popeye's had to come in and make a statement to headquarters and we don't know nothing about this. The managers had to come in and do all this shit. And then they said, you know, the Popeyes was temporarily closed while it was under investigation. And I said, if that's not some slick ass motherfucker that ran out of sick time when he got his tax return check back, I don't know who what. Cause that's, to me, that's what happened. Cause that's genius. You can't call off no more. But if the motherfucker closed down, you don't have to call off. Milmos. Like I say, they're genius. I don't know if he did it on purpose. But just something to think about. I'm not promoting that. Just something to think about. They say birds in Washington is going blind and dying. And I don't know why this is not a bigger story. This is some real life Alfred Hitchcock shit. Can you imagine driving and just birds falling down into the fucking car? Are you walking and birds just landing on you and shit because they fucking dying in midair or going blind? I don't know what the fuck is going on. And they just crashing into shit and falling. And this is not a major story. This should be all over the news. This should be headline news. Stay the fuck out of the D.C. area. Well, since they don't give a fuck about telling y'all, I'm telling y'all. It's it's not like fucking when it's cicada season or fucking uh, mosquitoes. It's motherfucking birds falling out of the air in Washington. So just know that before you want to go to the Smithsonian or some shit. At least take an umbrella. At least know to take an umbrella. As if it's if it's warm outside, blame it on the sun. But then again, shit. If you got an umbrella walking around in Washington at this point, I guarantee they know why you got that motherfucker open. If just if it's still sunny outside, because the birds don't know they can't see shit. They don't know if it's dark. Daytime. Oh, um, shit. J. Cole update. He back. Um, they say that uh, he fulfilled his contract and it was only a three-game obligation. I say he realized he was a millionaire in Rwanda by choice. I mean, that's just me. That's just me. It's a lot of it's a lot of beautiful countries in Africa. I know this. I ain't been over there, but I know this. But what I do also know is that it was a point where it was a road made out of dead bodies that the cars drove over because there was no way to go around it in Rwanda so I mean you might you might be over there for three four five nights and be like I think I've been in Rwanda too long. Even you don't got a million dollars. Even you live in a fucking group home. If it's in America and it's not Rwanda, 
you be ready to leave. I just think you be ready to leave. Oh, leaving. Uh, I talked about this in the teaser. A group of girls tried to do a dining dash. This wasn't on the news. This is just a video I saw. And um, they had to come back because they forgot their keys. And now, of course, they got confronted. They got called out. And they had to sit back down and pretend like they didn't leave on purpose all at the same time. Because when you dine and dash, that's the thing. You're supposed to leave one at a time. So, like, they got to go back because they forgot their keys. You leave one at a time, this type of thing will not happen. The first person leave is the driver. Say the first person leave is the driver. Say the second person that leave is the driver. They're gonna say, "Oh shit, I forgot my keys." Then they call back or text back to the third person to say, "Grab the keys." These motherfuckers left all at the same time. Had to come back get the keys. Luckily for them, the table hadn't been sold yet. Can you imagine if the table had got bust down and you go back and talking about I left my keys, but then you didn't pay? <laughs> now your keys is ransom. And you thought the fucking drink was expensive before. Now you about to pay, I don't know, 800 for that drink if you want these keys back I mean that's how much the drink costs gratuity 78,000% you dumb hoe alright alright I see I don't even mean to call them the girl the hoe that's my pimp C days coming out um I mean, some good news. I think I got some good news. It gotta be some good news. Oh, uh, CP was back. The Lakers won tonight by... I mean, the Lakers lost tonight by 30. Uh, But no better news than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, a two-year-old girl. Two-year-old little black girl was just named the youngest member to Mensa. In America, I think ever, I think anywhere. But she two, and she got a 146 IQ. She know every element on the periodic table. Um, she talking complete sentences. She gotta have her own class, like specially designed class that got like, for lack of a better word, um. Okay, I got a better word, so I ain't gonna say. Okay, the the really little people, that's like not necessarily kids. Alright. So they gonna make a class of kids that's not kids. So she can have a class with because she's she too smart to sit there with other two year olds. Or anybody on her age forever. She can't be in class, five, six years old, seven years old, and the teacher said, nope, that's bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? And you, like, I, I can tell you why that's bullshit. And then you're like, you four, just listen. Eat some clay or something. Like, no, what you saying is bullshit. You're supposed to be a teacher. So, you know. That's, that's just dope. So, shout out to her. Um, she gonna give him hell. Two years old. <laughs> and that is the news. So, alright, let's go back down memory lane.
My motherfucking shit, my motherfucking burns done fucking, you know, closed up a little bit or whatever, bitch, and that fuck better find me, bitch. Oh, it's a goddamn day today. How you doing? She want to fight me. How you doing? She want to fight me. You want to fight me? You want to fight me? Yes, you do. You gave me a cold goddamn taco or whatever, but it ain't about you later, ma'am, because you ain't make it. You ain't make it. You just, a real, you just work here or whatever. Can you put the bitch in the microwave? Okay, let's put the motherfucker in the microwave. Like, we ain't got to fight about this, ma'am. Now I got away, I got away. I just waited 32 minutes and got them drive through. Look at you, taking the register with you. See? Focus, baby, look at you. Got the goddamn register sliding off your ass and shit. Or whatever. It ain't about you, man. I said Sock Taco Supreme and one Dorito or whatever. He gave me two Doritos or whatever. I don't even like Doritos. I'm a filet girl. How you doing, man? It ain't about these people or whatever. <laughs> This time on that time last week, I think I'm going to do another trilogy. Last time was the trilogy of the Yellow Link. And this time, going to be the trilogy of Veils on the Circle. A shout out to Emily Davis, um, producer and co-host of another awesome podcast, What's Your Beef uh, with JD and Coach. Um, it's another great podcast. And I don't promote, I don't usually promote other podcasts, but. I listen to that one regularly and it's amazing. Um, it's a great concept podcast. See, me, I'm just talking shit, keeping y'all informed about, you know, abreast of like, you know, little little known news, like the news that don't nobody can't really tell y'all about. But there is like a sitcom. Anyway, so Emily knows. Um, Veil. Let's just call her Veil. Uh, you know, personally. So, and ve- I had good times at Veils. I never met the owner, but you know, Emily did. It's a small world, so that's great. Um, oh, congratulations on the new baby, JD, um, and Jeff. Um, so yeah, this time part two of Veils, I'm gonna tell y'all about the time where I caught myself parking in the cool, off in the cut parking spot because motherfuckers have been known to break into cars in the parking lot. So I'm like, if we don't park in the parking lot, or if we don't park where other cars is are obvious, then we won't get broken into. Sound like a solid plan to me. Sound like a solid plan to my cousin. Let's do it. So I park in like, okay, if you going, what the fuck the name of these streets? I can't remember the name of the street no, for, for, for no more. Fuck. Anyway, the street that was like the intersection of Vales, it had like this little grass island. Because it was an it was an intersection between the street that went past the driveway of Vales and the street that went like that led to a bridge that was like the Vales would be on your left. So like imagine that. Imagine if you on the one street, if you stay going up this street, then you can turn right into Vales driveway. But if you're going up the other way, the cross street, you're going to end up driving a bridge that's going to be over Vales, that's going to be to your left. So picture that. So I'm, I'm on a little island down from Vales parking lot, away from any type of parking, any type of street parking, under like the cover of a tree. So it's like a down, not a down tree, but a, like, you know, those trees that kind of got like, it look like they, man, like it look like the branches are like leaning down or whatever the fuck. So I park behind one of those. 
thinking we good. Can't nobody even see my car, let alone gonna break into it. So we go to Fails, which was the shit, like I said before. Um, little, little fun fact, my cousin, he used to have the police do security, like off-duty police would do security. And they would have on their police uniforms, but, you know, they would be off-duty, just, you know, you know, driving their regular cars and all this type of shit. So since my cousin was the, the security at Vales, got in free, no problem, no issues. He just look, he he get a um, the the cashier lady a little look, and he look at me and my cousin, and then we walk in. Man, that was fuck. That was great. So we in there, we having a good time, a free good time. Ain't nothing, don't nothing say good time like free, especially when it's not free for everybody else. Like if it's just free for you and you know when people pay 20 and 30 and 40 dollars to get in there it just it just makes it so much better man so we partying out of the way at the time my drink of choice was um Alize and was it Hennessy we used to mix it with whatever Tupac said mix it with on Thug Passion because we were influenced by rap so anyway Drinking, having a good time. Now it's time to go back to the car that I'm so, so secure and safe in my knowledge that nobody fuck with. Or in my assumption that nobody fuck with. So here we go. Walking back to the car. They didn't break in because maybe I left the door open because the window wasn't broke. But shit was missing. And we talking 97. So I had tapes. Motherfucker stole my life after death tape. My fucking. Some other tapes. But that was the that was the one. That was the one right there. They took my life after death double tape. They took a wave cap. And that stands out because it's it was used. It wasn't in a, it wasn't in the plastic steel. It wasn't like I just got it from the from the store wave cap. It was a greasy. You could you know you can smell the grease from other people's head. It was a greasy wave cap. They wanted it. They got it. And I said, damn. And you know what else happened? Didn't nobody in the parking lot get their car broken into. Because you know what I could have did? Just told my cousin to watch the car park in front of my car, park somewhere illegally by my cousin who wouldn't have told the police, told the car because he was the police who would have been called to handle that by the owner. But. That's that time. That veils. I got my car broken into. So, like I said, it's a trilogy. So next week, mm-hmm. that's. I got a couple stories in mind. I can tell y'all about veils. We might make it a. I don't know the word for a four timer. Quadrilogy. Quadrilogy. I don't know. I'm not. I'm. Here I go. I could have just Googled it. I could have just Googled it. All right, this week on Puddle Tracks, uh, I think I got the gig. So they offered me a full-time salary at the Fly Nursing Home. So you know, I took it. I don't mind volunteering. That's always good, but ain't nothing wrong with getting paid. So first of all, I'm 
problem is they tried to write me up on the first day. I was, I, I didn't want to sign a write up. I was like, man, I don't even have to be here, but I signed it. But I just don't understand what the issue is. If simply, if I'm walking around, they're gonna say because I went to every individual employee. They tried to stretch that and showed them my bowl and spoon and told them not to fuck with my cereal bowl. Well, I mean, that's just common sense. All right, before COVID, it was comedy. y'all man i just want to take this time before we wrap up the podcast to say thank you for listening this far uh and this long and fuck with me and if you're a new melmo welcome to the show um tell somebody to tell somebody else why you fucking with it um uh everybody else um i'm glad you're still here and uh we're gonna keep doing this and i just want to shout out everybody that liked the post share the motherfucking post retweet the post uh, comment under the Instagrams, tell somebody to look at this shit, all that, man, I appreciate all the views from all the platforms, from all the outlets, so, uh, Mel Moses, keep this going, Magic Moment, Extended Edition, love y'all. Well, Melbo, we have made it to the end of another episode. <clears throat> Appreciate y'all, man. This one went a little longer than the last episode. I was trying to keep every episode in a little 45-minute window. But, you know, this was the memorial episode. So a lot of shit got talked, you know. And, you know, as usual, before we get out of here, you know, just one more thing. As I look at all these people's origin stories, like a lot of uh, most people that's famous and, you know, rich and famous, I think maybe growing up not poor affected my chances of being successful. Most of the people that got, not, you know, not most of them, but a lot of people came from these super humble super humble be sleeping on floors eating you know ramen without water fucking wearing each other's clothes time I had to wear my sister's shirts and pants and shit I had we had one sock to share between three of us my mama had to go nights without eating weeks without eating uh, we, uh, I wore a newspaper for clothes and like all this type of shit and I'd be like you know they deserve to you know that shit instill all type of work ethic in them and I'm like man my mama never so dope I ain't getting no work ethic so I mean I got, I got a little bit from watching G.I. Joe and you know double dare but other than that like man I just think if we've been a, a tad bit poorer you know I might have a Bentley but whatever um you know let's get on here get on out of here but before I like to remind everybody to please treat everybody else like they want to be treated man this shit is crazy it's it's really fucked up out here I know it's hard to 
to see that quality in other people. Like, man, ain't nobody else treating nobody. I want to be treated. Fuck that. I'm, I'm do motherfuckers like no. You have to really see yourself in another motherfucker, man. Cause yo, man, shit is crazy, man. And do that. Um, you know, if you get times get hard, you know, contract blessings. You get super confused. Use the serenity prayer. And at the end of the day, man, smoke, smoke, mail moles, smoke mail tricks. I said mail moles, but whatever, it's the same thing. A mail mole is a noun. So, um, yeah, I said last week you don't want to be a verb, but yes, we can be a we can be a noun. And uh, with that, man, we're gonna get on out of here. And until next week. Be safe. We out. Go Brown. Cleveland! This is for you!